Thank you for joining us, everyone, for another episode of Creatives Chat. Episode 44. 44, isn't that a great number? Featuring Wendy R. Wolf. Join us as we chat about self-mastery. A master number for self-mastery? It's almost as if it was meant to be. <laughs> All right. Our show shall begin now. Streaming from Retro Earth Studio and brought to you by WeAreHistorically.com Conscious Human Apparel and Learn to play jazz piano like a pro by a pro with Jazz Piano Pro Essentials at jazzpianopro.com. Hello again, and welcome to another edition of Creatives Chat. I'm Rusty. I'm Peter. And Peter, tell us who we have lined up on our show today. Ooh, we're bringing back an amazing energy healer, a transformation facilitator, conscious mystic, psychic, natural empath, co-host of Live by Heart Today's show, and one being that shares the insights on the mind, body, and spirit connection. We have Wendy R. Wolf. And if you remember, Wendy was on episode 17. Let's welcome Wendy back. Oh my gosh, Wendy, thank you so much for joining us today. <laughs> How are you doing? Thanks, Peter. I'm really awesome. And I'm so grateful to talk about this subject, one of my favorite. Hooray. That's the kind of big thing today. You know, it's episode 44. It's a master number of change and transformation. And I guess we should just jump right into it. In terms of self-mastery, how would you like to define that for our listeners in this adventure we're going to take today? Well, in my practice, we call it seniority. Uh, which is the same thing, self-mastery, agency, sovereignty. Uh, we can go on and on with the names. We call it seniority. Um, and the it's a it's not just a thing that we attain. It's a practice that we do, and it's an energy that we run. So um, and it's uh, for me, it's like the, one of the things I like to talk about with the work I do is like Archimedes. You know, if I have a lever long enough and a solid place to stand, I can move the world. And then some, some of the quotes include the, um, what's that thing called? The um, fulcrum. And in a lot of ways, self-mastery or seniority is the fulcrum. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Because without it, like, I can't just say what's, what I say goes in here. I can't just say I own my space. Don't mess. <laughs> I, I, have none of, I have none of that. I have no capacity to say any of that and it mean anything. And so yeah. what, you know, what that can look like in the world, and I think, um, you know, people of all genders have issue with this, but I, I notice women a lot, you know, like, I notice women at the park with the kids or whatever, they're like either just like, Oh, that's just how they are. I have to just let it happen. Or like they're screeching, you know, it's like that. None of that is working. My friend, <laughs> like, like I need to be able to say, yes, I need to be able to say, no, I need to be able to say, mm. stop mine, go. Um, and that, yes, it takes power. It takes other things, which we'll talk about, but but without the capacity to be sovereign in my space, in my own space, 
to be the queen, the king, the monarch in my own space. Like if I can't even do that here, how am I supposed to do that there? How am I supposed to help the kids do it? Yeah, 100%. And it's funny. I love it. You know, I just like so giddy when you're talking about the fulcrum aspect, because the way I've always kind of seen this experience of duality is we know we have like the poles, we have the positive stuff, we have the negative stuff. And I've always seen it kind of like sitting on that seesaw. And in that fulcrum that it stands upon is literally like the I am presence. And if we don't understand and have a mastery over our ability to observe and attach and identify and manifest, then everything is just kind of out of whack. So the moment you said it, like instantly just rushed downloads, like I love, I totally get it. And that's kind of where I want to take this. And the next step is in terms of the self-mastery in this seniority process, how do we really come to recognize and discern what is us and what is kind of taking us away from us? Yeah, baby. You know, that's that's the important, <laughs> who am I? <laughs> it's, it's, it's well and good to say I am, right? Like that's, that's almost like a theoretical prospect um, until it's real for us. So how do we get to that reality and then also, what is our perception? You know, I'm a psychic teacher. So like all this is like my playground right here. Like, who am I? <laughs> what is the true perception? You know, and like, what's, what's all the just facades and stuff? And how do I um, sit in that place of being the captain of my life, the, of my body, of my world, right? Being the captain. Like my perspective is we do, you know, in, in my work and so many other practices, we do a lot of work to clear out a lot of stuff so that we can get to that place where I'm the captain. I not only can I see where I want to go, I can notice when the hurricanes are coming and the tides and the waves. And there's a lot to pay attention to. There's a lot to know if I want to sail to the Bahamas from New York Harbor, for example, there's a lot to know. And then I also have to be able to say, this is what's going to happen. Like yeah. I have to know it and then I have to do it and I have to um, coordinate with others to do it. I need to lead. Mm. And for me, like in the developmental process, spiritually, it's like I see captain of captain of our lives to be right before the soul leadership part in which we're like mm. really making a difference in the world. But to do that, we need to be in charge of ourselves. And, you know, I get pushback mm. on this whole concept. I'll, I'll say now, can I say now? Of course. I get pushback on this whole concept, um, particularly from religious people, particularly mm -hmm. from Christians. There's a lot of pushback. It's like, no, no, God's in charge. No, no, Jesus is in charge. No, no. It's just like, yeah, I understand that. It's like, I feel like there's this huge misunderstanding of <laughs> yeah. like, you know, okay, so we're going to just sit in the boat and wait for Jesus to drive us to the Bahamas. It's not happening. I'm sorry. That's like, it's not happening. You know, you have to get in the boat and drive it. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and it's just, it's just very sad because it's a misunderstanding. It's like, Yes, when we're young, when we're babies, we need to be told what to do. We need to be kept from the road. We need to get our food chopped up for us when we're babies. But any yeah. good parent wants their children to, to grow up. 
Yeah, be self-sufficient, self-sustaining. And that's that right there is the one of the biggest misconceptions I've seen as well in the work is when you have this ability to give your free will away, you lose sight the fact that we are each gods and goddesses of creation and manifestation. And that's one of the, again, like I, I really resonate with that point because if there's one message I really want the listeners to take away from this, it's to understand the power of your own beingness when you come to understand what you really are. And it takes that self-communication and that, and I really like how you said that in terms of, you know, you have to have that vision. You have to kind of know where you want to go because you have to have a confidence in yourself or everything else. It just, it lacks the fuel to really get you there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it could be a spiritual vision. That's great. But still you have to get there. So like one of the ways I like to talk yeah. about it is like um, King Arthur, you know, he was king of king. He was king of kings. He was first among equals. And he, all those mm -hmm. other kings at the table, they had to run their show. He can't run all the shows. <laughs> you know? yeah. um, or the admiral, the admiral of the Navy, like the captains mm -hmm. of the ship have to be able to pull up anchor, you know, have somebody pull up the anchor and go. Mm -hmm. And if we are not practicing self-mastery, we can't go. So there's a war on. The admiral says, I need you over here, Iwo Jima or something. You know? <laughs> World War II. <laughs> I need you over here. If I have, if I'm not master of my sh ship, if I'm not captain of my ship, it's going nowhere. It's a disaster. Yeah. It's a disaster. I cannot do what needs to be done. And like, how how do we bring heaven to earth? How do we how do we manifest the spirit into into the world if we can't Oof. even you know get out of harbor? Oof. I love that. Well, I, it's interesting enough. I feel experientially, you have to come to a point where you're just so unsatisfied by letting life and the lesser kind of energies and vibrations lead the show. You know, it takes you to really have that drive to take the reins back in your life and want to yeah. direct it somewhere. Yes. Yes. It's so important. It's, it's absolutely fundamental. It's fulcrum in our spiritual journey, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, and yeah. this is I have this little thing that I feel is really important is um, I believe I'm, I'm working on a hypothesis. Mm. I have a hypothesis that, um, and this is not meant to be um, causing trouble. It's just meant to be like saying, I think we need more balance in what we're doing. I believe in a lot of religions and spiritual traditions, it was created by and for men in the last many thousand years, mm. by and for men. And in general, you know, in general, the male element is strong in, you know, um, cisgendered males. And so like that whole, like, I take the reins, of course, I take the reins, that whole, like, I take captain the ship, of course, that's male energy. It's all male energy. I take the reins, I run the boat. I, it's all yeah. reality. It's yeah, wonderful. sometimes you need to learn to let go. That's also a right. lesson that's, right there. That's what most of the things are trying to teach. It's like, okay, you got the male energy. Oh, Can we practice the female letting go? Can we practice the receptivity? Can yeah, we practice yeah. the um, the willingness? Can we practice following, not leading, right? Like that needs, it's really important. We need the both yeah. wings of the bird. We absolutely need both wings of the bird. And so the the spiritual religious practices have tended to, um, mm -hmm. to, to, to be developing what men, men need. 
And, um, and then <laughs> I'm over here. I'm like, yes, I can develop more letting go and receptivity. And I, there's always more to develop. But like, there comes times in my journey where I effing need the male energy and it hasn't been developed. Mm. And, um, and it's been very painful. And it's been um, taken has taken me longer because I I had to realize I need it. Then I'd allow myself to have it. Then I need to allow it to be, you know, like yeah. it's a muscle, just like anything else. Yeah, and yeah. so um, it's very missing. It's that's a real imbalance in um, in our spiritual development. I think. Oh, hundred percent. And it's fascinating when you think about it like that because when you look at all of the old traditions before like the main religions became to be, it was all very feminine centric with the divine goddess, these aspects of the worship and the faith and the trust and letting go. And then it begins right there. We're talking about where he transitions to the, the masculine energies. And I feel like as a society and as history is showing is we're finally at a point now where we have a choice to harmonize the scales yes. and recognize that it's the, it's the individual journey to recognize what you need in terms of our energy you know, I find that my spiritual journey didn't really start kicking off until I had that feminine activation of the energies of really the acceptance and the letting go yes. and stopped holding on so tight and just relax. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's so important. And so is the opposite. So is the opposite. And yeah. like, so there, most recently, like, I'm, you know, I've been for a while, come, I am now, but for a while I was coming out of the dark night of the soul and it's absolutely necessary. You know, there's death and that's all feminine. That's all yeah. letting go. I have to die. Yeah. After that. Um, but then there's the resurrection shift. You know, it's <laughs> like, I have to rise. I have to take, take it. And um, that's the male. And, and so like, I just found that I was trying to climb, um, called you know climb a climb a mountain that i could not climb yeah. climb a wall i could not climb and then i learned to turn up the male energy and it was like i became spider-man just <laughs> <laughs> like oh thank you very much or like i go in the elevator and press the button still got to like do something press the button i'm at the top you know it's like that's male energy and mm. um that is just so necessary and it's that's not exactly what we're talking about but this is an aspect the the willingness to take the um the monarch role and say mm. this is what's happening yeah it's very male and see that's a fascinating aspect to self-mastery because i feel as our society is getting so caught up in the external identities and the external just happenings and phenomena of this world we come to overlook the fact that our entire existence is about understanding how to use and utilize these energies of duality. And that's kind of a, a tragedy unknown yet to a lot of people that are experiencing a lot of suffering is that they don't, they're resisting a lot of the things that they're feeling internally. They're resisting and dismiss straight up dismissing a lot of the different energies because of the bad connotations with them outside of the, the form. Yes. So it's interesting when we start talking about this in terms of just the journey. So like, how did you recognize the energies that you need? Well, in my practice, we do talk about these energies and we do mm. practice them, but I didn't practice them. You know what I mean? Like I practiced them to a point, but I didn't fully practice them. Um, I, you know, I, 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 I 
have a female body. I was raised in a female body. I was raised in a situation in which um, all of my male um, action was suppressed. Mm-hmm. Um, it was dangerous for me to be angry. It was dangerous for me to take charge. It was dangerous for me to own my power. It was dangerous, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. so like all of that was suppressed, suppressed, suppressed. So um, it was all to survive. It was all about figuring out what I needed to say and do and be. Mm. <laughs> Very feminine. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> like I, I'll follow. I just have to figure out how, you know. Like, and so like it was super weighted. And then I came into Christian practice, which was so weighted. And then yeah. I came into other spiritual practice, which was so weighted toward mm-hmm. the letting go and um, and not valuing because it's not even seen by the you know, by the the people who have super male energy, it's not even seen. And a friend of mine, when I started talking to them, to him about this, he's like, I always thought you had a lot of male energy. And it's just like, no, honey, that, that was, was like me doing my best to control. <laughs> right. Like I didn't have power and I didn't have the volition. I didn't have the senior, right. I had, I, I had to go control, which is not the spiritual power. Mm. The spiritual power is so awesome. And when we, when we don't have it, we go to control, which can look like force and uh, war or can look like manipulation and end running. You know, it depends. Yeah. Um, that's all not real power. That's what we do when we don't have true spiritual power. And so, yeah, I mean, that's some answers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. And it comes back to that point when when we really allow ourselves to take a step back and look at our experiences, we can see when things have been trying to burst from the seams and give to reveal us these different avenues of growth and progression. And that's the fascinating stuff that I've, you know, as the listeners may know, this week we've had a super moon, a big time of transformation. And, you know, I've been consciously trying to do a lot of the work in this, you know, this moon of Scorpio of really conquering a lot of those attachments and severing those threads of attachments to fully just marinate in the love. And it's, it's taken points of, again, where I've had to utilize both energies within myself and recognize where do I need to turn some up? Where do I need to turn some down in order to really execute what I want in my heart? So it's always a fascinating, fascinating journey just to recognize and hear other people's experiences like that. And in your journey of self-mastery, I guess, What's been one of the more pressing matters as a whole for society that you see that we need to kind of partake in this journey? Like, what's the first step? Well, I'll just say one of the things in society, and I'll go back to the Christian thing, because we are a Christian dominated culture Mm -hmm. Um, that's shifting, but that's how it is. And um, uh, I discovered something fascinating about this. when I was looking at um, the, there's this thing, maybe you're familiar called that uh, the apostle Paul called fruit of the spirit, things that mm. naturally come spiritually, like love, joy, peace, yeah. patience, etc. cetera. Um, and the last one is um, usually translated. It's usually translated temperance, which is just really harmful. Um <laughs> Or self-control, which is all about like rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic. You know, it's like, 
let me try to look good. Let me try to see, seem like I'm doing it right. Right. Let me try to control what shouldn't, I shouldn't do and control what I should do. Right. Control is not power. (laughs) It's not spiritual. It's, it's body. So, um, Anyway, the true, from my perspective, I've looked at the Greek and done a lot of stuff there. And this is so cool. So this is the capstone. This is the final, this is the, you know, the, the, the top of these um, beautiful fruits of, of, of us doing the work and allowing mm-hmm. the flow. The beautiful thing is it's called mastery from within. <sighs> yeah. <gasps> Exactly. Yeah. And boy, if we were if that was being preached on Sunday, it would be a different world. Well, that's one of the biggest things that I've seen, and you know, expanding on that societal aspect. Um, and it's really funny the way that that just kind of just resonated is because I've always seen as the real start to this journey of you know self mastery. Oh, I'm going to use that all the time. Mastery from within is accountability. It's that personal responsibility that we have the power within us to create our reality. We have the power to recognize the gratitude and the lessons of this reality, but we have to be accountable for ourselves and understand that we have a role in the play with everything. So that's like, oh my gosh, yeah. I, I love it. I love this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And this whole game that we're in, the spiritual fun that we get to play, it's all about spiritual maturity. It's all about coming mm. to our fruition. And there's another Greek word, which is my very favorite, <laughs> which is not talked about very much. It's actually talked about a lot. Again, really, dis- really, this is worse. A really disturbing translation is perfection. Because the word is teleos, it's told, it's been my favorite Greek word since I'm a teenager, and it means exactly what we're talking about. It means coming to mastery. It means coming to our fruition. It's like step by step, the te- tele, like te- like telescope, telescope. It's that step by step opening, yeah. right? Step by step. It doesn't happen all in one minute. And it's about us coming to who we really are and uh, being the, the best illustration that I like is becoming the oak that's hidden in the acorn. Right. I mean, that is really exciting. Like that's why we're here. Like my spiritual information has, has come to the point where it's like, that's what we're up to individually as a human species, all the species the earth, the universe, the multiverses, we're all in this game. That's what I've seen. And, um, and if we don't make it, we start over, do it again. (laughs) The universe doesn't make it Oh, comes back, does it again. Right. Until we come to our absolute fullness. It's, I, I, I'm so passionate about it. Um, it. And if we, if we're not having mastery from within, we can never become who we are. There's too many hundred percent, hundred percent. And, you know, and that's the, you know, just to kind of shine some light on the, for the listeners here, you know, these, these conditionings that we receive, these lessons that we hear as children that kind of put us off the mark, you know, again, just recognize the original understanding of the word sin is just off the mark. Everything has been pushed into us 
and ingrained within us with such kind of damning language of that idea and concept of perfect. Like, I love your point of perfection because it's like, no, it was never meant to be perfect. It's, it's really a process of refinement, of unfoldment, yes. to yes, polish, exactly. you know, we're, we're each a shining gem. It's now the task here in this life is to polish it so you can fully shine, clear away the clutter. And that's always how I've kind of naturally seen things. And I've had a lot of those natural I guess you would say resentments towards the bigger institutions because I feel like in the heart I've just known I was like, no, that doesn't feel right. You know, to tell yeah. someone that they're that they're not created how they were is wrong. You yes. know, and ultimately, you know, we're here to to shine our unique gift into the world. We're each gateways to the one. How can we be imperfect? We're made from the divine, you know? <laughs> like, and I love that acorn aspect because it's so true. You know, it's this process of maturity that we need to partake in our own adventure. Yeah. But so many people don't even want to open the door to walk through it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's like you were saying before, there's a it's it's an adult process. It's a taking um responsibility for ourselves. And unfortunately, like I, I train healers and the one, the big thing is, can we get over taking responsibility for them and their problems and their issues and, and like, and take responsibility for us? Like everybody wants to take care of them and not us <laughs> and not everyone in the world, but healers and <laughs> et cetera, codependents. Um, <laughs> so so, uh, and empaths, um, yeah. it tends to be uh, really a problem, but, but the, it, it, the issue is, can I drive my own car? Can I be responsible for staying in the lines of my own life? Can I take care of my own body and my own agreements with the divine? Like, if I do that, then first of all, my life works. <laughs> and second of all, I, um, I show how it's done which is the most important thing in our mm. souls, I believe, is to, we learn monkey see monkey do. And so if, you know, if you do it, it's easier for me to do it. Like, you know, there's been lots of studies, the hundredth monkey and, you know, all that stuff that, yeah. right. It's just, we learn from each other. And so the best way I can help and heal and help someone to transform their lives is to do it for myself. And that's, yeah. that's hard. Yeah. And so who wants to do that? <laughs> There's no glory. Like I help you. If there's all this glory and oh, you, I'm so great. Like I help me. And it's like, you know, there's, there's this issue of people think that's selfish or whatever. It's like, no, that's my job as a mature adult soul. Oh yeah. Not it's, a child. Well, and that right there is, it's always a, I guess you would say it's always kind of like a dance of, are we going to receive the grace lovingly or are we going to see it with resistance and something we're going to run away from? Because I find that these opportunities to really look within are always presenting themselves. It's just whenever the fruit is ripe, it'll drop, I guess. But in terms of the healer's journey and the work that you're doing, what's the, because I know there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of people who are spiritually developed and kind of partaking in this journey consciously of unfoldment and healing what would be a, you know some words of advice for them because there are also just as much as people are awakening there's also a lot more people kind of holding on to those attachments and the unwillingness to let go even tighter yeah so how would you yeah. help them out it's really funny because we just were playing over in um with by heart today <laughs> about 
about being willing to be flexible about our roles, being willing to be expansive around our roles, not identifying with our roles. Um, I, I find as a healer um, and people who help people transform, that's the sticky, which every single time it's every time, like I work with somebody, they're starting to make change. And then I hear, but who am I without that? It goes right mm. to identity. It's like, mm. okay, no, we're spirit. So let's let go. But it's like, it gets stuck. Oh no, I'm the teacher. I'm the helper. I'm the healer. I'm, I'm good at this. I can't try things that I'm not good at. Cause I'm good at things. You know, it's just like, whatever it is, we identify and that's ego, of course, you know? Yeah. Um, um, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it, it's a bandaid over pain. It's a bandaid over our experience of, uh, invalidation, the lies that we live with, mm -hmm. that we suck. <laughs> you suck. Okay. Well, I'm really good. Yeah. <laughs> Let me build a whole pile of, I'm really good. I have letters after my name and I, right. you know, all that. Um, so so that's that's a really interesting process to allow all that to to melt away. It's like, mm. all right, uh, I help healers, but that's not my identity. I'm a teacher; it's not my identity. I'm a student; it's not my identity. I'm mm -hmm. XYZ. It's you know mm. that I would say that right there is where most of us trip, and there yeah. is our treasure where we trip is our treasure so there's our treasure okay i'm tripping uh, like i want to be the teacher and the helper and the great person right in the mud right so okay well all right what's what are the jewels here let me dig around and heal here yeah um so that's hmm. what i would say is the most important thing and it's it's really fascinating that it comes back to that point of we have to be willing to go beyond what we are what we, or rather I should say what we think we are, you know, we have to be willing to push ourselves past this temporary identity that was kind of bestowed upon us and enter in the uncomfortable waters of the unknown. And it's really only when we take those kind of courageous leaps inwards that we receive the bountiful and plentiful fruits of self-knowledge and, you know, yeah. self-mastery. And it's, it comes back to that aspect where I agree with you fully. It's, it's a muscle, you know, we get stronger, the more we identify and come to understand what we are and even identify, I would say recognize is probably a better word for this, but that's kind of an interesting avenue to take this is in terms of resisting, there's a lot of beings out there who are resisting these even concepts that we are a spiritual being, that we are even, you know, that we are divine, that we're not just a bag of flesh. Right. So how can we create space for those types of recognitions to be heard, to be felt, to be witnessed? Because I feel like we honestly get these little wisdom and grace nuggets every day. We just overlook them. We take them for granted. So how can we expand the love within the hearts of those who are holding so tight to be asleep? Oh, that's, you know, we could talk about this for three days. Um, but... <laughs> But um, uh, I, if someone is open to spiritual practice, mm -hmm. then that spiritual practice, what we experience there becomes real. Mm -hmm. If it's a spiritual practice that works for us, it does become real. And it, it moves us 
Yeah. It's like a, one of those little people movers at the airport. <laughs> you know? It moves us from here to there in ways that we don't understand and make no sense, but we have yeah. inner experience if we're willing. And yeah. I, I think it's very important not to push people about this. Yeah. I really do. 100%. Like some, like we go through developmental stages, just like kindergarten, first grade, second grade, third grade. Uh, we go through soul evolutionary practice, you know, change and, like kindergartners, it's not a good time to teach calculus, you know, like, it's a great, like, they don't need to know it. <laughs> right. And so I think it's very important not to force uh, our consciousness on them. Yeah, it's I think it's very important, but they can see the fruit, the fruit, mm -hmm. and that might draw them forward. Yeah, there are people in my life that, they, you know, people have told me, you know, it's like, I saw the way you did this and I've been meditating ever since. So that. like not to, you know, blow my own heart, but like, <laughs> the, they see the fruit. like, they're just like, I want what she's having. Yeah. And I know I can't get it the way I've been going. Um, yeah. And that's someone who's ready, you know, and they're not, when they're not ready, whatever. But so, so there's that. And then, and then whatever spiritual practice, if it works, it will work. Um, and I do, I do have some intentions that I think are, are most fundamental, which I can talk about that yeah. are around this whole conversation of, um, of seniority or self-mastery that, that work together to, to have us either, you know, you can say to un, to uncover or to climb the mountain, whatever your picture is, um, and uh, one of them we already talked about, which is allowing spiritual power, mm. you know, really tapping into the power of the divine, the power of life and letting that flow through us. Yeah. And, you know, that's a um, solar plexus issue um, and really letting us, you know, and that river can just take us places if we let it um, mm. that we, you know, that we could take our whole lives to, to try to walk. Um, yeah. And, um, and of course, none of this is an intellectual process. This is actually spiritual practice and allowing yeah. both the energy that is empowerment and the practice that is allowing power to flow in our system. So everyone, I'm, I'm going to say yeah. this, it's an energy, it's a practice, it's a muscle, it's a vibration, right? It's all the things, yeah. but it takes practice so that. That's power. And then also solar plexus is our free will, which is so important. Um, I find, especially, you, you know, this happens to a smaller degree in relatively healthy families, but relatively unhealthy families, it's a show. Um, but I found most of us give up our free will early and often to, for it to survive. Oof. Yeah. Uh, which includes like belonging, fitting in, survive, and sometimes like actually literally to survive. And then also, and or to get love, right? It's like, all right, well, I won't be me if you love me. I'll give up this, I'll give up my left arm if you let me be part of the family or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. so we get to adulthood and we're, we're so, um, our free will has been taken. Our free will has been broken. Our free will has been given away for most of us a lot, a lot, a lot more than we could ever imagine. And so that process of owning it back is a big part of 
getting to self-mastery. As. Yes. Yes, yes, <laughs> facts. No, just for the listeners out there, facts. Like, I'm just, I'm so excited that you said that. That's where this, yes. is, this conversation is I mean, it's so going. important. And, <laughs> and like, ultimately, spiritually, it's ours. We do, we do trade it for something. Yeah. And it helps to notice what we trade it for because we have a tendency to keep doing that and um, the vibrations and the, the disturbances as well as the successes. So another thing, and I, this is fundamental to my practice is um, these two things. So the first one we call neutrality. I think a better word for the everyday ears is equanimity. Hmm. It's um, not being hooked. It's uh, not uh, not having, um, you know, it's all the Buddha stuff. <laughs> I'm not Buddha on this. <laughs> it's not being uh, uh, attracted or repelled. It's not all yeah. that not judge non judgment. And also, we we perceive it as a spiritual perspective. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like that indifference and just beingness, just allowing things to be. I like that. Yeah. So. <laughs> You remember, like I teach psychics. And so we need this because we live in a world of so much judgment and so much intensity. And like the idea is to see clearly Mm. and be with, be with and be, be ourselves, be here, be now, be with and perceive what is and be able to dance that into something new and so we need to have that equanimity that neutrality and that spiritual perspective um or else we're just tumbled like you know like the ocean we're just ground into the sand because there's so much to get hooked on um and and i think it helps all of us to to, of course to to practice that and then right the other pillar of this practice that goes right along with it is not always as understood but i look at the dalai lama and that's all i see and the word is amusement playfulness (laughs) uh not taking it lightly right not taking things too seriously and there's a lot of religious practices especially that are so darn serious they think they think it's the very serious you know it's like it's just crap it's like this is a game people (laughs) yeah yeah you're not having fun you're not doing it right exactly (laughs) because life is hard enough yes so and you can imagine also you know and we're seeing you know in the psychic realm we see you know we see all this stuff and we see spiritual warfare we see i mean it's just intense Mm. you know so it's so important not to get hooked by that it's so important to just be like oh interesting you know giant blah 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 and a da 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 and i you know help this person get free or like whatever you know it's just like yeah you know now i'm gonna play i've been playing i'm gonna go play because if i don't i'm hooked in it if i take it seriously i'm under yeah, yeah. yeah if you're not playing you're getting played totally yes Exactly. So that's really fundamental. Um, and the other two things that I, I, I want to talk about are related and it's all about being Ooh. with what is it's all, it's, it's really a conversation about truth. Mm. Um, and so the first one is certainty and it's not intellectual and it's not mm. what we see. It looks like in the world. People are starving for certainty. I've, I've found it's what um, really good healers mm. and really good teachers have. Um, but people are um, 
What's the word? People are uh, have the wool over their eyes, unfortunately, because we're hungry for certainty. And we think we see it by people who are intellectually certain, people who go, you know, I know how it is. You yeah. know, we've seen enough of that. Yeah. And, and the thing is, this is how we know the difference in all of these, but it really shows up in certainty. I feel like we know the difference. Am I in the spiritual certainty? If in the waterfall with me are the other people that I'm encouraging to be certain, even when I don't agree with them, mm-hmm. right? Like my certainty yeah. is not at war with your certainty because, you know, we have two eyes to see from different perspectives. We we train readers to see from different perspectives so the person gets a broad view. And they might even Mm. in a reading hear X and not X in the same thing. And they're both true. Can we just sit and be like, I see X, you see see negative negative X. That's freaking awesome. I hope you get the picture. If we can be any of these things that I just talked about, if I'm in amusement and I don't let you be, if I'm in neutrality, I don't let you be, if I'm in um, power, I don't let you be, F that, right? It's not true spiritual power if you're not, if I'm not inviting you to it. Yeah. Uh, and free will as well is really important to really be like, because everybody's like, I want it because it's, we need it. But mm. can we get it here from heaven and earth, from our own, from our own experience, from our own vibration? And then we can live in a world where, you know, you mm. can. I, I used to always say in my old apartment, I had it a long time and they never changed the rug. I'd be just like, you might see the rug is blue, but all I see is gray, you know, and we're both right. <laughs> I love it. What a world it would be if we could just do that, have our own certainty. Yeah, it's divine respect. It's coming to recognize that we each have a unique yes. window of the awareness and it takes each being to put the whole puzzle together. And that's one thing that I've really found is empowering yes. this conversation in that sense is, you know, if we lack the playfulness, if we lack the free will, if we lack the understanding of ourselves and that, you know, tapping into our spiritual power, that's when we're uncertain. That's when we're out of balance. We're out of sync within ourselves. And it's so hard to manifest and create and live harmoniously with life because then it's, you know, the the illusions of we're against life and it's life against us and, oh, this person versus me and it's just, uh, uh, it's so draining. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. You, we, yes, we each have a piece of the puzzle. Or, you know, you're probably familiar with that illustration of the, the blind guys come up to the elephant. It's yeah. like, oh, uh, it's a rope. No, it's a tree. No, it's a wall. It's like, yeah. yes, it's all of those. You know, if mm. we can pay attention to what our mm. sisters and brothers are perceiving, then we can get a bigger picture and understand reality better. So, and also when we respect each other, we are inviting each other up to full maturity. Mm. Yes. Yeah, it's it's, it's providing space for others to be. And when we provide space for others to be, we allow ourselves to really, I mean, that's almost like a catch 22 because we can't fully unfold and awaken until we learn to let go and again it comes back to that dual like the understanding the the force and necessity of the dual forces is in order to kind of take that next step up we have to kind of it's almost like letting people climb a wall like you have like three people climbing a wall and have to like two people shoot one person up the other person grabs a person from the bottom they take a person from the very bottom all the way up to the top it's like it's this give and take that we have to that we have to develop and produce as a society for us to all really uplift yeah 
This has been beautiful. Yes. I love I yes. love I love what you're putting down, Wendy. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yes, it's the basics of my work. And the last one is related to truth too. And um, it's got it's got two parts, but I'll say the word, which is so let me just say first that part of the practice that I do, it's really important to be letting go of ethics. It's really important to be letting go. And and most religions are are tied to ethics but um it's important to let go of ethics because they're human Mm. and they're they make bodies happy um and in general they make our lives work if we stop at the red light and don't go blowing through then everyone might live you know so like generally they're good ideas you know don't kill don't lie don't steal don't covet don't right good ideas (laughs) but um but people take it and expand it and create all kinds of perfect pictures, all kinds of how I and you should be, and then dominate ourselves and each other with them. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> it's like, nope, that's not exactly what we meant. Oh, oh, it's gone. All right, blown out of proportion. Right? And it's just, yeah, it's just like, let's, let's put everybody in smaller and smaller and smaller boxes. Yeah. Right. You know, where it's Reminds me of, um, you know, if the small man is always putting people in cages and the sage spends all night uh, walking around throwing keys to the prisoners. <laughs> that's a feast. Isn't that good? Yeah, I like that. Um, to the rowdy prisoners. Um, that's about ethics. It's just like, can we let go at a certain developmental, like not children. Children need to learn not to, you know, to, to look both ways before crossing the street right? Like they need boundaries, they need ethics, and they need the structure to feel safe. Yeah, um, That's okay. But in our soul development, we're not supposed to stay babies. The New Testament talks about this Christian Christian literature talks about Paul talked about this incessantly, about we let go of the law, and we live according to spirit. That's the idea. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he talked about it yeah. incessantly. Yeah. <laughs> like all of his books (laughs) but um are we willing to make it's a hard change it's a hard change to trust like to to let our children have more and more and more freedom to allow them to make choices and 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 um figure out risk and fall and try again and succeed it's hard and it's hard for us to let go too and trust our inner voice and that's the thing it's like i'm not saying for children. And I'm not saying for those who aren't learning to understand what we were talking about before about I am and what, what is the true thing that I'm experiencing instead of the emotions or the, what it should be, or the programming on and on, right. The lies mm-hmm. that have been covering up because we can perceive through that, but as we heal and grow, we learn to see and perceive more clearly the way. Oof. And yes. if we're not willing to follow it, then we can't walk our path. We not only can't we be have self-mastery, mm. but we can't get anywhere in our spiritual journey because we won't. Because there will yeah. come a time where the way's left and the ethics say right. And I need to do it. I need to be ready for that. And it, yeah. So no, a hundred percent. It's it's always a fascinating journey just to see that because you know I always like to akin this, you know, this spiritual journey and development of that kind of rebounder toy that you have on your wrist and it's a ball attached to it. You know, it takes the different, it's different physics when you're going out, 
it's different experience when you're leaving the hand, when you have to go on this journey of the external, does this satisfy me? Does this fulfill me? Is this experience worth it? And then when we have that catalyst moment, we finally have the urge and really the pull to come back in, but it's a completely different experience. It requires different rules. It's not, it's not a journey of going out. It's that again, return home. And then learning how to kind of dance your dance while the game continues to go on. And that's why I love the, when we understand how this, this operation, this divine play of war of life really works and operates, we come to be grateful and enjoy this adventure and this great mystery. But it really does take that transition of letting go of these external conditionings and embracing the spirit, learning to, to, to hear your intuition, learning to feel what the body's been actually trying to say, your energy system's actually trying to give you, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's really, it's really beautiful to hear everything put so eloquently because this is, well, this, this entire aspect of self-mastery and, you know, mastering within brings everyone's focus back to the most important temple. You, you know, we are the most sacred. And when we recognize that it's, we live with respect to each being and with life and harmony. And that's, that's what it's really got to take for everyone to take those next steps forward is to understand that we're each sacred. Yes. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. So I needed to say the ethics to say, to, uh, to contextualize my final thing that I want to say, which is integrity. Like we do, I do all you know i do help people get free i do help people find their power and their neutrality and amusement and certainty and all these things but my intention is so that we can align with our source yeah right like because before all that i'm pulled and i'm pushed and i'm looking at them and i'm right i don't i uh, so i do all that so that i and we and they can align with our source, our love, our truth, our light, our beauty, our the spirit, whatever you want to say. Um, <laughs> the way. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's the, and then I can behold and reflect light. That's Paul, by the way, beholding and reflecting as in a mirror, the glory. <laughs> I love it. But it's all right there. It's all right there. Um, it really is. So am I like in alignment? with my true way, whatever that is. And it, it's going to look different than yours. Yeah. And it's, but that's good. Cause we, you know, we, we are a trumpet player and I'm a violinist. Great. Well, you know, cause we don't need everybody, you know, it's like kids playing soccer when they're six, you know, we don't need a whole pack of kids just go around like this. It's not really soccer. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great visual too. We play our own game. <laughs> yeah. That's so we true. dance with the, div- with the divine ourselves, each of us. That is integrity. And that's so important to hold this together. And I found I help people get their freedom and their power. And then they do stuff that is fascinating. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, that's an interesting choice of what to do. <laughs> and it has to be okay, right? But like my intention is to be um to be being the, the temple and being aligned with light. And another important part of the integrity, so that's another important part of the integrity is also truth. It's experiencing the wholeness, the completeness, the mm-hmm. okayness, the preciousness of ourselves and others in this world. That is the spiritual reality. 
Yeah. Is the spiritual reality. And when we operate from there, oh my God, we call it validation, truth. Ooh. Validation. It's like when we operate from there, like, yes, you know, I don't like this going on in my life and I don't like this in my relationship. I don't like this in my body, but that I can hold all that because, oh, you know, <laughs> oh, right? I'm in. Yeah. I'm in it. I'm in the spiritual truth of like, all this is like, all is well and all manner of things shall be well um, under it all. Yeah, 100%, 100%. So these are the kinds of things that I find help equip people are the most useful for most people to be able to self-mastery and from there be soul leaders and from there shift our lives and our world so beautifully yeah 100 <laughs> percent. well this is like this is a concentrated um really just passing the torch and baton of wisdom because every tool that's been covered thus far offers so many other avenues of exploration and introspection within your own hearts and that's one of the things why it's always the simple things that lead the greatest results in this world because it's all built upon these fundamental laws of simplicity and fractals that create this divine experience. And when we complicate things, when we put all of the person ego aspects into it, it just muddies the water and we forget the basic fundamental truths that we are each expressions of the one. We are each valid just by our birth. You know, and when we start to enforce and degrade each other's perspectives, we're missing a part of the lessons we were each trying to receive here. And these these have been beautiful words, Wendy. And I just want to thank you so much for coming on Creative Chat. It's I love it. I love these conversations. Thank you. It's wonderful. I said everything I wanted to say. I would love to hear. Do you have? Did you come with things to say? Did you come with ideas you want to share? You just like whatever. Never, never. I'm just always down for the flow, and because it leads to these nice, organic moments of just exchanging perspectives, and that's the most important part of this world is when we can fully give space and just listen to others. We can understand how they see things, and when we understand how they see things, we can reflect back to ourselves and how we've experienced our entire life. Like every conversation with someone in this show, yields an opportunity for me to kind of circle back and look at my entire life, like a little rolodex, being like, okay, well, how can I interpret this now? How can I see this now? How do I utilize this? Because, and it's also just another validating aspect because when you have someone coming from that space of love, of source love and recognition and empowerment, you come to understand how much overlap there is. We just use different words. Like we're all painting the same I scene. <laughs> I know. We all have the same palette of colors. <laughs> exactly. It's it's really fascinating just because, you know, I also find that the most important pillars are all the ones you spoke upon, you know, and it's just, again, I just, I use different terminology, but it's that essence that seeps through and it just helps me expand even further upon, you know, my own understanding of self and life and others. So it's been a magical journey of coming to understand that we all are given this beautiful experience to live life, but we must come to the first step and that's recognizing our free will in this, you know, and taking our power back if we've been giving it away. 
being accountable and responsible for what we put out into the world and what we're willing to see in it. You know, letting go of those misconceptions and perceptions and, you know, just being and tapping into what the universe has always been trying to really shove down our throats by all these experiences that keep repeating. But, you know, for most, hopefully you're at the points, listeners, that, you know, you've enjoyed the dance more and continue to play. And with that, we learn through love. And I think that's the switch that really transcends the the normality of the kind of egoic human experiences. When we're done listening and learning through the suffering, we really do grow through love. And that yields us all the fun stuff. And even if it's a quote unquote negative experience, it's not perceived as that, you know, it's just like, okay, cool. This is interesting. Didn't expect this. Let's take, let's take charge. <laughs> let's see mm-hmm. how it goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I found most of the pain and pretty much all of the suffering is my resistance is my like, Oh no, I can't let that go. That's important. Right. That's right. me. That's God. That's God's will. All this crap. Yeah. No, just let go. Hurry up and let go. Cause it'll be better. <laughs> exactly. It's some form of self-sabotage. <laughs> like, and when you come to that recognition where I can't remember when it was, it was a few years ago and it was just like, wow, every plight of supper was in a reflection kind of meditation. I was just like, wow, every little experience that I was really upset by was self-sabotage. If I had just not done that in that way, I thought I needed it to be done and just waited or just listened. You know what I mean? Like in some way, shape or form, we're always at the center of our own chaos. And that's probably the biggest and most difficult lesson for people to really recognize because we put ourselves in this pedestal. Oh, it's me against the world. Everyone's against me. It's like, no, you're shooting yourself in the foot. <laughs> like, stop it. Just stop it. Oh, and we need the, these types of wake-ups more than ever. Lesson. Oh, thanks. Well, it's, I got the whole sheet filled out, you know, and it's really fascinating just to hear your journey of unfoldment as it continues, because it's always another layer that gets revealed. And then it's another playground to explore and new lessons to take and a deeper understanding of these truths and your capacity to shine and, and, you know, light up the world just grows brighter and brighter. Yes. (laughs) Like that's just the game. It's just the game we're in, you know? Yeah. There's death and destruction and things we don't like and, you know, inequity and all, all this stuff. Yes. And, there's all this beauty and light and love that just like is, is ridiculous. It's just ridiculous how wonderful it is. It's magical. It's magical. I think like I've been coming to really awaken to the magic each and every day. And when we, and the simplest tool for the listeners is gratitude. Just be grateful. Just really focus on gratitude in the morning. First 10 minutes of waking up. Don't say anything. Don't do anything. Just be grateful to be. And when you come to see like moments like these that just come together, it's magic that gets exchanged. We create magic. We open up different opportunities for people to heal, to awaken on these deeper levels, to shine brighter. And there's nothing we can ever take more for granted than just the experience to create, but we have to overcome the fear that's holding us back from inaction. So, but like, that's the thing is like universe is always supporting us. We are it like, come on people wake up <laughs> yes yes and for creation we need we need receptivity but also the we need the male and the female and we need the self-mastery because i can't create if i can't if i'm not able right 
kind of like the, the catch 22 of spirituality is we have to separate from separateness. You know, when we, when we really come to that recognition where it's not, you're not alone. You're not the only one. You're not the victim. You're not this. That's when you come into that personal responsibility of union of love and of, you know, progress of inclusion, you know, and it starts to build the compassion for yourself. So Mm -hmm. yeah, the healing journey is one of love. It really is just love yourself, love yourself in its many forms and self mastery is right around the corner. (laughs) Uh, But Wendy, again, thank you so much for coming on Creatives Chat. We definitely have to continue this conversation again. And most importantly, thank you for our listeners for tapping in. Tune in next week. Roll the outro. That concludes this episode of Creatives Chat. Thank you for watching. Join us every Thursday at 3.33 p.m. Pacific Daily Time as creative minds get together and chat about who knows what. View more episodes on our YouTube channel. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Thanks again to our sponsors for making this show possible. Thank you, We Are Storically, for your conscious human apparel. Shop online at wearehistorically.com. Hello, my name is Wendy R. Wolf, and I hope you come to my intensive. I'm really interested in working together with people who are big feelers, healers, also lovers, and leaders. These are the people that tend to be really paying attention to what's going on on the inside and how we can help people from there, help other people. And I'm going to offer an intensive with interactive exercises so that we can become empowered as big feelers and healers and lovers and leaders. And I hope you join me. Please go to my website, wendyrwolf.com. And on the top, I'll have a button to sign up. Thank you. Hi, I'm Darius Wilrich. I'll teach you everything you need to know about playing jazz piano like a pro with my 12-week online video course and downloadable guidebook, Jazz Piano Pro Essentials. Enroll today at jazzpianopro.com. Thank you for joining us. Love! I loved it. Yeah, me too. It's awesome. You're just so fun to play with. Likewise. It's always t- it's always tight to tap into these types of things. Because again, like, you know, from the teacher to teacher perspective, that's how it always gives me really tremendous amounts of just love and hope for the world when others recognize where you come from when you're healing. <laughs> like... The good, the bad, the ugly, the beautiful. Yeah, and it's all about, you know, just that creating space and just keep being true to yourself and your spirit. It's yeah. it's always refreshing. Yeah, it pays off. It, that was a very powerful conven, a very powerful conversation. The hair on my neck was standing up for most of the show going, we couldn't have planned this any better. <laughs> I know. This is us not, 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 all right, you want to do it? Sure, let's go. Yeah, exactly. I mean, talk, talk about self-mastery. This was a perfect example of it. To be able to just be presented with the situation and show up as you are and be who you are and just, you know, trust the process.